This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Hatred, fear, terror, and how to defeat them. I want to talk today about the evil in the world and how we can fight it. Terrorism is evil. I'm positing that as an axiom, so if you disagree with that general statement, don't bother listening to anything else here today. Terrorism is evil, and those who commit it have let that evil dwell in them, which makes them, by extension, evil as well. Not beyond redemption, but so committed to their cause that they are unlikely to hear opposing views. So we could say then terrorists are evil. They are committed, and as people committed to evil, they will work hard to achieve their goals. They will find ways in. They will plot. They will plan. But their plan isn't just to kill. It's to terrorize. That's part of the definition, right? That they are trying to instill terror in a people group. Not just to hurt and kill them, but to make those who are unharmed fearful. To make them quake. To make them hate them back. Wait, what? Ah, I didn't misspeak. Think about it. If these people are working for evil, let's examine what we know about the ultimate evil. It too has a goal. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And to turn hearts away from God. What turns hearts away from God? Hatred, unforgiveness, bitterness, fear. If terrorists can make good people hate another people group, like Muslims, then they're happy because they're polarizing the world. They are ending peace even where war hasn't been declared. They are convincing endless nations to greet with hate anyone from a certain region, which will only help them in their efforts to radicalize more young people. Look, they'll say, look how the West treats us. Look how they hate us. I will not hate them. I will not fear them. Are the radicals out there planning ways to sneak into my country? Yeah, I'm sure there are. Will they take advantage of a flood of refugees? Absolutely. And if the refugees are forbidden entrance to a country, will the radicals find another way in? Absolutely. So how do we react? Do we lock down our borders? Do we pick up our weapons? Do we declare everyone from a certain area or people group the enemy? I pray with everything in me that we do not. A while ago, there was an evil regime in control of a country. It perpetrated unspeakable evil. It terrorized an entire continent into subjugation. It killed, it raped, it mutilated. It convinced its youth that it was right to do so, and anyone who didn't agree was killed or forced out. I have some German blood in me. Does that mean I'm evil by association? Does it mean people were right to to distrust any German Americans during World War II? Were we right to force Japanese Americans into internment camps during the war? I hope you think the answer is no. But just think for a minute how afraid the generation was. How they said, we're just protecting our country. Now, fast forward to the ones we're encountering today, such as the regime in Syria who was killing or forcing out millions of its own citizens who didn't agree with its beliefs or politics. These people are already victims, and now they're facing a world who will blanket them with hatred because they fear that one of those evil people, 
the very people who beheaded their friends and blew up their neighbor's car and burned down their house, might be hidden among them. This is what our generation will be judged for. So how do we respond to these crises, to these tragedies? Well, we don't defeat terror by reacting from fear or anger or hatred. That is how they win. They steal our peace, they steal our security, and most importantly, they steal the love from our very hearts. Now, we have to be wise, absolutely. While we're praying, we would do well to pray that those in authority have discernment. We don't want to be responsible for bringing in those evil ones, but we also don't want to be responsible for destroying the innocent. We don't want to be responsible for hating an entire group of people because of what a mutual enemy has done. We don't want to step on the slippery slope of blanket judgments that lead us to become the villain in our effort to protect ourselves. But it is a possibility. We have decisions before us all the time, and some could lead us to committing terrible sins in the name of security. But other paths lead to millions of people hearing the truth about God, seeing how he loves them, seeing what it really means to be a Christian, to be part of a faith that isn't founded on killing, but on sacrificing for the salvation of others. My Jesus didn't kill his enemies. He died for them. He didn't hate them. He loved them. This isn't a question of how the nation will respond to each new tragedy that arises. It's a question of how you will respond. Will you hate or will you love? Will you fear or will you trust in the Lord? Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.